Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. guys are not aware um emotional technology uh it's a mental health related podcast talk about everything from mindset to uh, depression but uh you know at the same time with all those heavy topics we like to keep things really positive um looking towards the future and just basically drawing awareness to any stigma that surrounds anything related underneath the topic and uh, a really good example is what we're here to talk about today on bullying, because it's such an epidemic in our country right now. Um, I did some research earlier. One in five students reported being bullied. Like, whoa, that just it blew my mind. And then reading further, 4.2% were bullied almost every day. Can, I mean, I, I can't even wrap my head around that. Just knowing as a parent, um, you know, with my daughter entering school pretty soon, just just looking at those statistics makes me you know, very, very fearful and, um, aware, you know, of what's, of what the possibility is out there, uh, for our youth. So it's really important that we, that we talk about, we just, we shed a light on it and, uh, you know, look for ways to combat uh, on that. And, uh, one day, um, on, uh, excuse me, one way, uh, one way, uh, we're doing that here today is talk about this great film reach. That's, that's, uh, it's available now. You can actually download it on iTunes. Um, and just so everybody knows, if you are local, we are doing a screening on the 22nd of April. And I'm looking forward to selling out those tickets and filling that theater up. So that's what we're looking forward to with that. Rolling right along here, we are going to talk about this awesome film. And in order to do that, I brought some experts along, right? I got Maria Cap, Grant Harling. And Johnny James Fiore on the line. We're here to talk about Reach. This movie is awesome, man. It's about a socially awkward band geek, Stephen Toronto. He divulges to a pro-suicide chat group that he's planning on killing himself. However, 
there's light at the end of the tunnel because he meets Clarence, the new kid in school, befriends him. Steven's plans are sidetracked. That's a great, great example, guys. And I'm sure you're aware of intervening, intervention, and bullying prevention. And uh, why doesn't uh, Clarence start it off? Because um, we just ended on a, a really high note there. And what, like, what, what has this film been like for you? Everything start to finish, and uh, you know, what's what's your why? Because you guys asked me what my why is, why I wanted, why I wanted to screen the film. But oh man, Johnny, what what's your That's why? Great this first film? question, because um, well, my why is definitely using using the film, using the story to shed light on the topic because I you know I went through something in high school where it's kind of the similar situation uh there was a young man in my school who I witnessed always get picked on in one way or another get bullied and I just my when I hit my senior year I just I don't know I just had this moment where I just didn't I didn't think that stuff was cool anymore. I I just thought it would be cool to if everybody was was just friends and it would be cool to get to know the the kids in other circles that I wouldn't really get to know. So I just, you know, every other day I'd reach out to somebody out of my friend circle, if you will, and one of the days it happened to be this one kid yeah. and he was in a far darker place than I assumed he was in. Uh, and uh, with the spark mm-hmm. of that friendship between him and I that carried on through the rest of my senior year in high school, he uh, later on, before I left, before I graduated, expressed to me how much that changed his life. The fact that I just decided to reach out to him and say hi and then actually talk to him. So. Yeah, that's 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 so powerful right there, and that's a that's a great story. I mean, there's so many different types of bullying. You know, people just think like physically getting. No, beaten, it's so much more side. now. There's cyber, yeah. which is probably the biggest, and yep. I'd say probably in my opinion right now. I mean, they're all horrible, but that one is really really bad because when you cyber bully, you don't necessarily get to see the effect you're having on somebody. In, the, in front of your face you're not you're not seeing what you're doing to them emotionally so therefore it's not affecting you because you know even if you are a bully yourself and you you pick on somebody if it's in person you you could at least there's the there's a potential for having that aha moment of realizing that you hurt somebody's feelings so bad and then that that makes you upset as well as a bully but when it comes to cyber bully it's just free range kids say the yeah it's a free uh, yeah they say the worst things mm-hmm. with no repercussions at all and it just continues and then they get all this attention and then they get validated by other kids and it it just grows and grows which is something that luckily i feel like i just missed in high school it wasn't it, you know, technology was mm-hmm. big, but it wasn't to the level that it is now where it's just everybody mm-hmm. has a phone in their hand. They can't let it go. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why this film is so powerful because, 
you know, every every year, forty we lose about forty four hundred people, uh, uh, young people to uh, to suicide, which is the third leading cause of death. Um, and it's 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 really, it's really a sad statistic. But you know, when you get people like yourself, Grant and Maria, on the front lines, you know, advocating for that cause, it makes all the all the difference, all the difference in the world. And that's that's what we're here to do. We shed light on these things. You know, we talk about the stigma and everything. So um, with Grant, have you been directly involved in, in bullying or had that somebody in your life touched in a certain way? Similar to um, I, I was never the bully. I was uh, more bullied throughout uh, middle and parts of high school. So to um, have this story come our way and be able to uh, try and uh, counteract the problem has been huge. Uh, I mean, to know from a from my own experience how horrible it feels and what it feels like if we can help prevent that going forward or, or make some sort of uh, dent in the in that 4,400 number of, of young lives yes. we've lost. I think that would be huge. Yeah. And there's, there's some great resources out there. If you go to cdc.gov slash violence prevention, they have a lot of great resources. Um, to anybody out there who's, you know, listening and wants to, you know, step up, do something, maybe be an advocate like these amazing, amazing folks that I've got here with me today. Maria, uh, how do you follow, how do you follow such a great message? Like, what was it, what was it like working with these two guys? Cause they're, I mean, they know they've been in the trenches, they know what it's like. So what, what is it like um, for you being able to share this story and their journey through this film reach? Well, I'm definitely older than Grant and Johnny. Um, I've grown to, I've grown to love and adore them in a, you know, a very maternal mentory kind of way, as well as very much being peers. So it, you know, I have to juggle that hat. Um, and I, I feel that way genuinely to the both of them. But you brought up something, Anthony, right at the top of the um, show about your, your little one going into kindergarten and that growing concern and mm. fear of what the environment is like in a school system um, or a school, let's just say a school community. So uh, my follow-up will be a couple of different ways. So uh, as a young person who grew up in the, went to school in the seventies where I walked barefoot in my backyard and built clubhouses in tree and forests and jumped into Lake Ronkonkoma, I had the, I was the eldest of three siblings, and my youngest brother was bullied. Hmm. He was bullied because he looked different than everyone else. Um, we're Sicilian-Italian background, but my brother easily looked um, uh, African. Uh, he, he just, he, or, or very Hispanic Latino. Mm -hmm. um, and so only being six years older than him, and I have very clear, vivid memories of literally ripping one of the neighborhood bullies off my brother wow. and throwing him to the ground and beating the living daylights out of him. I had uncontrollable rage. Hmm. So that's one. And then I developed a reputation as a young girl in elementary school. As a result of that reputation, I aligned with some kids that were already bullies. They were tough. And I did something on a school bus that, I was partaking in a very unkind event. As I didn't actually uh, do the bullying, but I participated, and I did not like that feeling. 
Um, so that's, that's that story. Then later on, I'll say, I remember a young kid that I was friends with in elementary school who struggled um, with lots of different things, you know, whether it was a learning disability or um, social awkwardness, or maybe he had mental health issues, which again, back in the 70s and 80s, we weren't as cognizant to it. But I just remember watching him struggle in middle school, especially elementary, not so much. I was his friend, but middle school, when everybody kind of changes and finds their pack or their way. And then again, in high school, he was one of those kids that everybody was just a target. And I never stood up for him. Never did. And then at my 10 year high school reunion, um, he did show up. And I remember, you know, asking him because I mean, we were friends. You know, I remember making it a point like this was my opportunity 10 years later to say, hi, how are you? How are you? What are you doing? You know, sorry about not being your friend in high school like we were when we were young kids. How are your parents? So like that was profound for me. And then I'll just flash forward to uh, being an adult who has a, a parent who has children who have grown up. Uh, my eldest is John's age, and then my youngest is 16. And so I've seen the, the growth and desensitization starting with MySpace, right, Johnny? All the way through to where my son is. I have a middle daughter as well. All the way through to where my son is, where there's this desensitization because of the need to be on the computer. So all of the content, all of the social skills, school academics, uh, the way the school community communicates with youth is through the computer. So the last and final piece to this is I really felt a profound need to tap into those different generational experiences that I had and take Johnny's experience in high school about paying it forward or the power of kindness or this gesturing thing and creating and developing a narrative where we talked about other issues, not only, you know, mental health issues, but reaches about a small high school where it's an artistic environment, uh, theater arts and advocating for the arts as a, a tool and a coping mechanism and a great way to express oneself oh, amen. in a safe environment is important. So our, our, our film does take place in that environment. Um, and also um, the idea of why, I think the question for me was why does a young person want to hurt themselves and the other part of that question is why would a young person want to either hurt themselves or hurt others so i really wanted to dive into what the possibilities were and the backstory of what makes a person be be a bully mm -hmm. like my backstory what made me be a bully because i was a bully mm -hmm. then i was a bystander and now i'm someone who's doing something about it yeah so, that's, that's excellent it's amazing how it comes for so for a full circle you know um just when you think you didn't you know maybe somebody's listening out there and they think oh i don't know anybody who's bullied i was never bullied you'd be surprised if you dig a little deeper and um you know i think it's a really good uh time to remind everybody out there that you know you are not alone that you're loved and uh, there are resources out there for you one being the suicide prevention hotline and um i'd like to take a second to 
share that phone number with everybody, you know, in case you or somebody close to you is in need. If you dial 1-800-273-TALK or text 741-741, there's help out there for you. So just wanted to let you know that uh, we're listening and hopefully you're listening to us with this great message. Anthony, there's another organization. I don't know um, if you're aware of it, but it is on our website and we aligned with them. They're a California state funded program. They're here in um, Cedars, Beverly Hills. That's It's the main hub, but it is an international uh, line and it's for anyone that um, just even wants to talk. And when I say anyone, I mean youth, teens, because it's a teen to teen program. Um, so it's teens that are under super clinical supervision, of course, but it could be anything from, I have a test tomorrow and I haven't really studied and I'm stressed out and I don't want to go to school because I don't want to take the test. Or it could be my boyfriend made a comment about, um, how I dress and I don't like my boobs. They're not big enough. And I feel really inadequate and he's looking at my girlfriend and she has really big boobs. It could be somebody texted me a message and it was in a group text and I'm not really sure how to take it. And I'm very embarrassed by what they shared in this group text. So it's like little, little things like that, but it's those little things that um, a teen, a young person uh, may not have the right, um, I don't know what the word is, I want to say, um, they may not have the, they're not fully developed, we're not fully developed, so to talk to that age range is, um, for us as adults, clinicians, sometimes we talk from up here. So this organization, Teen Line, is a teen to teen, it's a peer-to-peer level conversation and anyone can text, email, or call. That's awesome. And they will, yeah, that. from anywhere in the world. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely put links on the uh, show notes and uh, on the website uh, for that because that is another exceptional resource. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that, Maria, and to all of you for sharing your story and getting a little, you know, a little personal here because, you know, we're all touched by this whether we, we'd like to admit it or not. And, um, you know, you guys had a... <clears throat> You guys brought a lot to the table and then, um, you know, you being able to tell this story, you need to bring in a, a team, right? A team of, of actors, uh, people like, uh, Jordan Dow, Joey Bragg, Garrett Clayton, uh, Chelsea Cook. What, what, what was it like being able to, uh, you know, see your art, uh, and your writing come through those amazing individuals? I want Grant to answer this question because I specifically remember I I want Grant. Can can you share? Do you know which day I'm talking about? Um, I think you're talking about the day when we got to see Garrett do the uh yes. the speech at the end of the movie. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, and I have chills not only about our words coming to fruition, which is Anthony's question, mm-hmm. but I have chills just thinking about your reaction I, to watch. I have chills thinking about your reaction too. But I mean, so it was. Um, one of the days that we were shooting, uh, the end of the movie where Garrett is, um, giving a speech and to have been writing the script for so long as to almost sort of 
uh, lose a little bit of perspective of of where we're at and where everyone else is at and how people might react. So to then have an actor like Garrett take our words and really truly bring them to life and put such um, real emotion behind his words was just um, wild to witness. And I, and I started to I started to tear up and Maria started to tear up and we were watching from the back of this auditorium just in awe. And I, I think it was that moment where we realized truly that, that we're going to be okay, that this, this movie is going to mean something and hopefully speak to the people that watch it. But that was such a surreal moment. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, and Grant has the most beautiful blue eyes. Does he? And to watch <laughs> them tear up. Yes. And he's this man, man, tall, you know. Yeah, you handsome devil, you. I'm jealous. <laughs> he's probably got a better head of hair than me, too. I'm also jealous about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I need to see your hair. <laughs> I have no perspective uh, or lack thereof. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't appreciate you talking about my personal life like that. <laughs> oh, guys, man, we touched on so many great things. Um, I really, you know, I wish you guys all the best uh, across the country with these screenings. Uh, one such, we're trying to, we're trying to tip it here. We got about eight days left here uh, for the Glen Allen, Virginia location at the Regal Virginia Center Stadium. Twenty. We need about thirty tickets. Uh, thirty tickets more. We had a pretty big bump last week um, to to make this thing happen, you know, and uh, get this message out to our community. And I know those are going on all around the country. And um, what a what an amazing um, you know, journey and uh, an angle to be able to share that in so many different locations to so many different people. Um, that just goes to show you the passion that you guys had behind it, not only writing, directing and putting the film together, but pushing, pushing the envelope, right? Reaching quite literally reaching beyond uh, the film itself. And uh, j just hats off to you guys for that. All three of you really. Thanks. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Anthony, for so much. I, I definitely want to say something positive. Reach out, ask for help, reach out with something small, and you may impact somebody that's really, really having a rough day and make all the difference. Oh, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful message kind of to wrap things up here. Is there, is there anything that you guys have on the horizon? Um, where can people find out more about the film? Where can people find out about your uh, projects you have coming up johnny uh for anybody who doesn't know johnny actually uh in our household used to go by john john <laughs> and johnny is my younger cousin uh who i'm so proud of to be able to share um you know not, not just john john you, you, you know? can go you can go ahead and tell uh, him you can tell him all the, yeah, all, we, all the nicknames we used to call him pp john because <laughs> <laughs> he was the he was the baby <laughs> so, little pp john running around the house without any pants ever on. Oh, and, my and there it goes. And out, out, out the door when I'm, you know, playing with my friends in the street, you would hear in the distance, PB John. <laughs> Every time. And that would mean, that would mean that my cousin is over. <laughs> <laughs> time for dinner. So Johnny, what you got going on in the future, bro? Um, uh, I'm sure you, as you know, um, obviously, more screenings with Gather, uh, pushing those, and then we have um, a short film, which I'm I know you're familiar with, Fabio and I, who's my lifelong best friend. We're making a film about 
um, our relationship. It's very another very personal story. We're kickstarting right now on Indiegogo. Um, cool. Yeah, we'll we'll drop a link. We'll on drop a link too. on there. Yeah, we're almost at our goal with uh, five days left. Four days left, actually, as of today. So awesome! Congratulations. Should be fun. Should be great. Cool. I love it. Grant, what's 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 on the horizon for you? Uh, actually, uh, right after this, gearing up for what's essentially a 72-hour film festival with a, an organization called Easter Seals, um, and it's their disability film challenge, and it's to uh, try and um, make or put actors with disabilities in the roles that have a disability and make actors with disabilities more well-known. Um, so I'll be helping out with that. I'll uh, be acting in that and then editing that. So that's going to be a whirlwind <laughs> three days. Awesome. Um, and then yes, that's fantastic. Thank you. And then working on uh, a couple other uh, features that are in the pipeline as well. So just trying to keep throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Spaghetti. <laughs> that's right. That's how you know the spaghetti's done. Throw it at the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> oh man maria where where can we find out about reach where can we where can we find out about uh what the future lies and uh our um you know preventing bullying uh and uh taking it to the next level so uh the best yeah the best way to find out about reach in 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 its entirety is to go to www.themoviereach.com uh people can also just search uh, reach starring Garrett Clayton and a plethora of links will come up, including uh, digital streaming availabilities. It's available um, on demand in certain platforms. And um, and then, of course, you can also search reach starring Garrett Clayton and gather G-A-T-H-R. And that'll just go direct. But all this is available to find if someone has the patience to just kind of check out our website. Again, that's www.themoviereach.com. And it is already scheduled in eight cities throughout the United States. And it's coming to um, a very large international library catalog, which is really exciting. We'll be announcing those details as well as a partnership um, with an educational distribution company. Awesome. And how do you top that? I don't know, but I just want to thank you guys for coming on today and, uh, you know, sharing your, your take on emotional technology and, um, for, uh, for anybody out there who's listening, just remember, hold on to the light in your moments of darkness. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.